My Eagle enthusiasts, it's Fairway Rolling, presented by FanDuel. Major season is here, and you can get in on all the long drives, big putts, and major moments with FanDuel. Check out live PGA Tour bets like longest drive, round leaders, matchups, birdie or better, and more. Plus, track every shot in the app and watch select par three holes while you place your bets. Download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. You must be 21 years old or older and present in select states. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. On today's episode of Shack House, we discuss a thrilling Arnold Palmer Invitational at Bay Hill. We talk about Brad Faxon as a putting instructor, another positive week for Tiger Woods, and House's knockoff the rust trip that gave us two big winners of a Callaway Rogue Driver and OGO Bag House. Hey, speaking of the Rogue House, you know what happened this week while you were uh, galvanting around down in uh, Sea Island territory. Tell me, Shaq. Callaway rolled out the customs platform, you know, that used to be uh, only relegated to epics and wedges and golf oh, they're balls. Doing, they're yeah, doing that they're, for the rogues? They're doing it for the rogue. They got two different zones, nine color options, 81 combinations to make your rogue driver your very own. Or I think it's a really cool gift, although some people think it's a little personal to be picking out the colors. But anyway, it's available in the three rogue models, the standard, the sub-zero. Go to CallawayGolf.com slash customs to check it out and play around with the color combos. Callaway, keep bringing that customization. Daddy loves it. Speaking of things that Daddy loves, Shaq, baseball season right around the corner. You have a rooting interest. I have a rooting interest. Spring training is in full swing. It's time to start thinking Yahoo fantasy baseball drafts. Flex your skills as a real GM, Shaq. New weekly lineup format makes it even easier. Use the set active players feature to set your lineup for the week in one tap. That's nice. Yahoo Fantasy Baseball is the official fantasy game of Major League Baseball. Sign up now at yahoo.com fantasy baseball. Let's go to the Shuggles! As always... The Shack House is part of the Ringer Podcast Network, where you can listen to great things like House of Carbs. Last week, we covered March Madness Munchies with Mark Titus and Craig Gaines. We also had Top Chef Wrap-Up with Andy Greenwald. Also, be sure to check out the Ringer.com where you can read 
how Tiger Woods changed the Masters betting game by Megan Schuster. Shaq, we are going to talk about Tiger Woods and the Masters betting game on this show today. Did you enjoy watching that thrilling, thrilling finish? Roy McIlroy just put everybody out of their misery. I can't keep this up, Shaq. Sundays are my day of relaxation. Like I, I, I need to rest. I know today I'm, was not relaxing. It's there was not too, relaxing. I'm, the golf, I'm, wow. I mean, good. It's good tension, though. But there it, was a lot on today. And the it, golf was as exciting as anything on television today in sports. It's great tension. And let me, let me be humble about this. The golf was the mother effing best thing on TV because for 15 <laughs> holes, our, our king and hero, uh. our savior, our golf lord almighty, <laughs> Eldrick Tiger Woods. Was bringing the hot, 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 hot. He was. Um, I let me say something that's going to sound sacrilege after I, oh. I def, just deified the man. Um, this is going to sound crazy. I'm prepared for it. Uh, kind of glad that he he faltered down the stretch. Okay, why is that? Because I don't want him at the ultimate height of his powers yet. Oh, I, I see. Still want. Mm. This little dose of humility, and it, and it was only a spoonful. And I'm not worried about, honestly, you know, his his psychology, or his his ability to sort of navigate uh, a wild success. But it, it's just for him and and the progress that he's making. I greatly enjoyed his post round interview with Steve Sands. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, where where he was he was calm, cool, and collected. He's like, I, I just. I had a decision to make with that T-ball on 16 and I just got stuck in the decision. I you yeah. know and, and he didn't and commit. That was his uh that was his line. He didn't commit. Exactly. He's like I I was hitting 3 wood 300 to 310 today. Probably could have hit that. Yeah, that was the that was the one that was a killer. Why didn't you go with the 3 wood? But but like you said, the admission that he didn't commit is a big leap for him. That in the past that would have been uh, that would have been a technical mistake. He wouldn't have admitted that he just probably tactically didn't handle that one right, and probably got a little bit excited about trying to blow one down there uh, over the right bunker. So that's that's progress. Uh, um, but but how's I, I just wanted before. I, of course, we were going to do Tiger Lager in the show, but now you got me so <laughs> uh, humbled. <laughs> I want to get into the humbled thing. What would what he's been humbled enough? Okay, I I think that's don't you really? I mean, come no, on, no, no, you there, need more. There, I mean that you're, this is a fair point. I mean it in a very limited sense. I mean it in terms of the the sort of stretch that he's in right now of 10 consecutive rounds under par and okay. the 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 success that he's enjoying and the hunger that he's demonstrating right the appetite that he that he has to improve i loved uh i'm not sure if it was in an interview with sands or or in a different interview where um he confessed that he will be going uh to augusta soon uh, he wants to find out whether or not the his yardage book still works, still applies. Yeah, <laughs> well, he's I, gonna, I he's gonna hilarious. be in for. Yeah, it's beautiful. No, and I, I uh, can't wait to hear about his scouting trips. Not that he'll be tweeting details of them, but um, that it was, it was another sensational week for him. But more importantly, let's save uh, the rest of the Tiger talk because we, 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 we will. The, the the entire picture of the week. There were a couple things I want to hit on, but yeah. let's get to Roy McIlroy. And this stunning victory where he comes into the event, not really um, 
confident or seeming like he's ready to finally break through. He gets a putting lesson from Brad Faxon, and then he holds off a sensational leaderboard with Bryce. Uh, I mean, look at the, I just love the variety of this leaderboard. You had Henrik Stenson uh, coming out of nowhere. And, and I want to address two things, by the way. A, a golf course with four, greens 14 on the step meter and Roy McElroy and Henrik Stenson uh, dueling it out at the top. Two of the not the best putters we've ever seen on super fast greens. So right there, that alone just gives them both uh, so much going into the Masters. And then Rory obviously takes it to another level with this uh, resounding victory with what was it four birdies in a row now? I've, I've already uh, gotten, I've lost count, but I, it was at uh, least at four birdies end. in a row. Yes. It was five and, birdies in the last six, eight under through his last 13 holes. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. And 119 yards into the 16th hole of par five. Yes. Um, so it, uh, to, to, to take this lesson from Brad, uh, of course opens up a whole bunch of interesting, uh, discussion points. So I don't know where you want to go from there, but obviously just that reaching out on his putting is a big thing for him because he's been very technical. Phil Kenyon is a great instructor, but uh, I think there's been a concern that Rory takes a lot of uh, things maybe too literally in the numbers. You know, he's really into using uh, the uh, the Quintic uh, ball roll, this kind of launch monitor that's the, the equivalent of TrackMan for putting. He went from Dave Stockton in, in 2016 to Kenyon, who's more technical guy and he went I, I don't know how this exactly came about you know uh, but uh, there are a few stories out there about how Brad and uh, worked with him on Monday at the Bears Club and and here he is uh, now Sunday evening winning the Arnold Palmer Invitational presented by MasterCard so yeah I, I just think it's a but but we I believe we touched on this last week that um, more so at Augusta than Bay Hill because Rory's had kind of some uh, not a great record at Bay Hill. Uh, more so at Augusta, he, he had that ability to maybe flip the switch, whereas I still think Spieth has it, the ability to walk on the grounds and just just uh, become a different person. But now he does it here, and he's uh, going to probably slide into the Masters' favorite role and and uh, it just adds one more incredible name to the list of people who are playing well right now. So that's the segue. I have a big picture thing and a small picture thing. I'm glad you referenced last week's show. It was indeed one of our parting shots on last week's last week's show. We identified a couple guys that we were hoping to see something from uh, as we sort of really round yeah. into the home stretch here and advance the Masters. The two guys that we called out were Rory and Ricky Fowler. And God bless. Thank you. Uh, both gentlemen decided to show up uh, and and really, you know, show a kind of form that neither one. Now, Ricky has been I we described his I described his performance to me as kind of flat. Um, it was good to see him on the leaderboard. He kept nudging up and then dropping back, nudging up and dropping back. Uh, and I did also very quick aside on the leaderboard. There was a, several moments uh, today. The leaderboard had four major winners on it, which was mm. just I mean, come on. What are we talking yeah. about here? But um, the point on on uh, that Rory and Ricky, hey, there they are. Um, those are names that you have to pay attention to. It felt like an added bonus to get Henrik. And it wasn't just, uh, you know, a decent version of Henrik. We had the lights out Henrik for, for nearly three quarters we, uh, of this tournament. I mean, yeah. his ball striking, it would look like, you know, it was back to that classic, you know, oh he does gosh. something yeah. uh, to the ball that goes way beyond compression. 
Um, But the the smaller point about Rory, and I will give um, the good folks at uh, Golf Channel some credit for this graphic that I really enjoyed yesterday morning in the in the run up to the broadcast of Saturday. They showed a side by side of Rory putting, um, you know, recent putting sort of uh, uh, how he approach it, his form, his his. posture that's the word i was looking for Mm -hmm. Shaq. and he looked overly rigid and it looked like he was uh arching his back and it looked like he was vertical and then this week they had us in the side by side his arms are relaxed they're hanging straight straight down from his shoulders he there's a slight rounding of his shoulders and his back and lo and behold here we are he 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 uh stroked exactly 100 putts this week which is a very good number on greens that are rolling fourteen, oh, and, and, a, oh. and a very good number as as you know we start thinking about what the greens at Augusta are like and yeah. what they require. Yeah, they were scary. I got to go out on Wednesday afternoon and watch a little of the setup, and they had just they were just rolling them, and they were house. They were just frightening to look at some of the putts. You're just, I mean, looking at, at they, no no putt is easy out there, and they're beautiful condition by the way. It's not because they're bumpy, but just absolutely beautiful. But to your point, yeah, he Faxon had him change to a, uh, a an inch and a quarter longer putter, which is the length he's used, and uh, he. I think that kind of changed the posture that you're talking about. The stroke has always been there, and it's always been a nice-looking stroke. So it's amazing in this game how those kinds of little things change your point of view, and you just get back to being a field player, and which is all he's ever needed to do. And, yeah, he was 124th going into the week in strokes game putting. The, he'd finally become eligible in the stats, and and look at the difference. It's just, uh, it's just frightening he, he what that could dominated. do to his confidence, too. He yeah. dominated strokes game putting. It was like plus seven and a half or something. An yeah. incredible number. I think an all-timer, perhaps That's... in his whole career. I would like my own self to, you know, we'll have Brad Faxon on at some point. I'm glad that we won't yeah, be in we the tried same to room because get... I'm... Yeah, we tried to I, get Brad on I might Brad try and reach today. across and kiss him after... He's been uh, a little for, popular. Well, for <laughs> yeah, for, for forgiving us back Rory, right? I mean, the thing with Rory that we know is he's the, the ultimate streak player and every aspect of his game feeds on the other aspects once he starts, once something clicks and he is his own self said something clicked uh, with the putting and then all of it. And he said uh, in the post round interview, he didn't feel like he was very far away and it lo- that that had to have been we know from what we observed of his performances in the Middle East that he he was indeed not very far away, but he he um, his tendency to deflate when one aspect of his game is not on full fire. I mean, two consecutive missed cuts coming into this event, right? Yeah, uh, exactly, and and not really any sign that there was uh, a turnaround coming. So that's fantastic, Brad Faxon. Yeah, yeah. So I, I we, I texted Brad. He's been on doing a lot of interviews, and it's his dad's 80th birthday, and so we'll have him on the show soon. But I, I, when Rory made the putt <laughs> uh, at uh, 18, I suggested that it, it might be nice that he at least call dad and wish him happy birthday, and then Venmo a hundred grand at least to brad for the effort for the week i mean wow uh, that's that's tip money at this point after what he just did um yeah. i'm also glad he won 
for another reason, okay. uh, House. Uh, it is. It. I know you're probably going to guess it's because I. I. I don't need to see the Chloe Griffith ad uh, uh, from Mastercard um, for another year, um, and that <laughs> means the, that means the golf tournament. The first time ended. I saw it. Yeah, yeah, the 49th time it was a little painful. So he ended yeah. the golf tournament um, more abruptly, and uh, that that's a wonderful thing. But you probably saw that he called out the uh, drinking issue and the alcohol cutoff sales. And uh, I don't know how far you want to go down this rat hole, but I'm really glad he won because I think that had he lost, there, it, it would it would have made that situation uh, more problematic, I guess, because I, I'm just astonished how, uh, how many people I put up a blog post and how many people wrote back about, oh, what a jerk does that alcohol pays his uh, salary. It's a, it's the purse. It's this, it's that he's, that's our, and it's the same thing as Justin Thomas. There, there, there is a mentality that you're a, you're entitled to go to a tournament and, and badger people or in Rory's case, um, you scream out his wife's name, which is just creepy uh, so to the, me. Yeah. So, I, uh, so right. I'm glad he won to put that away, and I'm glad it it gives him he he used his platform, and now he won this week in spite of kind of what went on, and uh, I think that makes his his case a little bit stronger. Well, here's the interesting thing about um that that point, and uh, in the first place, Rory of of all the guys on tour definitely has the thick skin and can take whatever folks yell at him right i mean he is he's been a guy that mm. has welcomed some some of the at least in the Ryder cup format he absolutely is is not you know a, a wallflower he's out i think there. welcomed would be the uh would be strong i think that uh he he embraced it as a way to motivate himself okay well <laughs> i don't think he enjoys it i don't think he enjoys being called out or having his wife's name mentioned or the, at the, the time that's yeah. over the yeah. line and yeah. if he had asked you know a marshal or somebody to go speak with that fan i would have had no problem with it whatsoever because that's that's clearly over yeah. the line but it does raise an interesting point about this uh phenomena we're going to observe for as long as tiger is playing well and he's and he's healthy which is greatly swelling um uh fan attendance at, at these events now the masters will be its own animal because it's a fixed number of tickets and the crowd sizes will be the same as always um, and they cut off sales at four o'clock <laughs> well and the masters hasn't has can you think of an instance and where they the have masters, pinkerton guards <laughs> yeah i was gonna say math the masters yeah. it really doesn't enter into this conversation but it no. is something i think that's worth observing through the rest of kind of this first portion of of the schedule Again, if Tiger continues on this trend and and plays events that he hasn't traditionally played, um, where the sort of trickle down effect of larger crowds and what those crowds they might not necessarily be folks weaned on the tour, right? Weaned on golf tradition, they might be folks that are curious to come to a golf event and mm -hmm. see see Tiger because they didn't see him, you know, at the height of his powers fifteen years ago, and. You know how does house golf going to handle um, that that sort of you know because a lot of folks this day and age, you know, you see it across the professional sports board. 
feel like the price of a ticket entitles them to voice their opinion. And I don't think golf is necessarily, no. you know, going to be able to insulate itself from that, that expectation, that, that sort of fan conduct. So, and maybe well, you know, I'm not sure that booze is a hundred percent the problem because, you know, the mashed potatoes and the, and the yelling right. at the, at the on that, that happens at the beginning of the rounds. That is correct. Um, but I, I would say that, yeah, the, the the boozer a problem in that um, the tour wants a younger energy, a, a more excitement, a more of a Phoenix Open, um, excuse me, waste management, uh, Phoenix <laughs> Open vibe. And um, I, I think it's fascinating that so many of the people who react to the young guys uh, in anger when they don't when they don't like Justin Th- Thomas or Roy McIlroy saying that, that they're not enjoying this abuse, or even Ricky at Phoenix also did it, come to think of it, that um, part of the feeling is, well, hey, you you wanted a different energy. You wanted that Ryder Cup, Patrick Reed, Rory McIlroy-type vibe out at tournaments, and we're bringing it as fans. Uh, it's just peculiar that it, it kind of crosses into that uh, over the line the way it does. And, and, and as you say, there's a misunderstanding of the kind of sporting event you're at. Golf is an individual sport, and uh, it's not a team game except at the cup events. And so you're not really uh, entitled to go out and interfere with a competition. Plus, of course, there's the long-term effects of of betting, and will, will this lead to people who are uh, who are betters going out there and, and interfering with the competition? Uh, so it's it's a it's going to be a challenge for these events and uh i do think though i'll be honest with you house they need to cut off the sales at a certain point they they really at some of these events uh send people out in not good condition hmm. <laughs> and um and it is part of what what goes on uh in terms of the abuse so, okay anyway um and i and, and again oh and to answer the question of by the way that I think a lot of people were bringing up uh, beer sales and, and ticket sales and merchandise sales and those things. Those are those go to charity. Uh, the, the 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 proceeds go to expenses for the tournament and charity. the The purse for the players is paid for by the sponsor and the television money. So, uh, beer sales are not paying their their salary. Okay. Yeah. So if you see that response. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, God, I sound like I deflated you. I don't want to do that, but you know, I think it's a, it was a big topic. I mean, it got, that story got picked up, you know, I have Google alerts and stuff and, and that story got picked up. I was at a, at a shop this morning and somebody said, ah, I was reading an article about Roy McElroy and I wanted, they wanted a little explanation cause they know what I do for a living. And so I gave it to them. And, uh, so it does, it, it is an interesting topic to people because it's, it's probably, as you say, we're bringing some new people to the game because of tiger or back who've been away a while and they want to know why this is an issue and, and why golf's a little bit different. And I, I understand that element of it. Yeah. So it'll be incumbent on the tour and the um, local entities putting on these events to establish a code of conduct and then enforce it. And then in all respects to me, I think that's a matter of like deploying proper resources which means you know uh um fans and i mean um uh, marshals and security and that kind of thing to ensure that there is uh you know the the sort of standard of of conduct that is expected and you know there's got to be a little bit of peer-on-peer policing as well 
All right, Alice, let's take a quick break to hear from our friends at Callaway Live who are back this week for season four, and they have an incredible lineup of guests coming right out of the shoot. They have Eddie Q, Apple Senior VP of Internet Software and Services. He's a ginormous sports fan, new to golf, loves him some golf, big Warriors fan you probably know. I think the Ringer has covered some of his uh, fandom there at the Warriors games and just a uh, fascinating, awesome, very important guy in the world of business. Plus Sergio Garcia the following week, Bill Simmons, Masters Week, Xander Shoffley, and more. That's CallawayGolf.com slash Callaway Live. Check it out Tuesday Bill- at 9 p.m. Eastern. Bill Simmons on Callaway Live. How about that? How about apples? that? Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Uh, we love the Callaway Live, so I, I will be catching all of those on the YouTubes, I assure you. Also, Shaq, quick word from our good pals at Zip Recruiter. Hey, golf friends, are you hiring? Posting your position to job sites and waiting and waiting for the right people to see it. ZipRecruiter knew there was a smarter way, so they built a platform that finds the right job candidates for you. ZipRecruiter learns what you're looking for, identifies the people with the right experience, and invites them to apply to your job. These invitations have revolutionized how you find your next hire. In fact, 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. And ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there. They even spotlight the strongest applications you receive so you never miss a great match. The right candidates are out there. ZipRecruiter is how you find them. Businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. And right now, Shack House listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right. F-R-E-E. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Shack House. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Shack House. ZipRecruiter.com slash Shack House. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. They are awesome. And hey, House, they're a Santa Monica company. Great guys. I've met a few of them. Awesome people. Great company. Thank you for your support. Now, House, Tiger Woods this week or this week in Tiger Woods. Let's start off uh, early. It seems like about a month ago, uh, early in the week, Tiger was announced as the President's Cup captain. I was there for the press conference. It was um, an odd time to be having a press conference for the President's Cup since we're just getting in the mood for the Ryder Cup. Uh, and he admitted to us that he asked for this job. And I, you know, that, I, it's just, I'm still trying to wrap my head around that one. I don't quite understand why. They seem to have this little task force thing where they've all decided who's going to take which job when. But watching him play, I, I just have a hard time understanding why he he wants to do this now but i think he really enjoys this captain thing and it's gotten him uh energized it's got him to to where he feels comfortable being in front of people again and and around players and i think he had just gotten where life had gotten a little bit strange and 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 the whole cup thing has kind of brought him back and so maybe he feels a, a, a need to kind of give back um so I, I agree with all of that, but I want to clarify something with you. You physically attended the press conference? I did. Were you there for the kangaroos? Uh, 
I was not. I know where you're going with this. I, I know where your mind is going. <laughs> what do I, you mean? I, what are you talking about? I'm talking about his hand being in the ass of the <laughs> kangaroo in the photo they posed How for him. How else are you supposed to hold a kangaroo? And by the way, Ernie Els held it without having his hand there. But here's Ernie's the best a giant part. man. Ernie's hands are like triple the size of a normal human being. He is a large man. Let he is me a ask very this, large though. man. This is what's crazy to me. Whose idea was it that they hold the kangaroos? Like I really kangaroos don't know. Don't like to be held, do they? No, no. These are tame. They were. These are from a petting zoo. But even then, what what could possibly go right in that scenario? That's right. <laughs> How about I this? don't understand it. I they mean, what, what if Tiger Woods has to withdraw because the kangaroo didn't like it, the, having the kangaroo... his hand in its ass, and he and he and he bit him? Or and Tiger WD kicked him in the lower region. <laughs> right. I mean, it's that's just... what kangaroos do. They kick the thing about it that uh, that also caught my eye these were not baby roos they weren't no. little handheld shack these no. were, were big <laughs> mega roo daddies now at least they had the the good sense uh after these live shots of the two boys uh you know tiger and ernie holding these things to put them down and then just take a shot of one standing there but i yeah. I, I was yeah. i was a little dumbfounded by all of yeah. that i think the point you made is the right one which is it seems like he, uh, in, ter- in terms of uh, the overall psychology, and you know I love nothing more than pop psychology the Tiger Woods. Yeah. Um, th- it is part of his, uh, you know, sense of who he is at the moment to to fill that mentor role, to play, uh, uh, you know, to, to give back as much as anything. And I think that's why he's so he's been so willing to take on the captaincy roles in the Ryder Cup in those instances where they're basically like giving him, they're creating an, a, a role for him just so that he could be along for the ride. That's awesome because all those guys love him more than anybody else in terms of golf professionals that they grew up revering, right? You know, the the, yep. the stars of the show that they grew up revering. So um, I, it makes sense to me. It doesn't seem out of order to me that he would affirmatively go seek the role, have it in place, have all this time to plan for it properly. And it, I think it's, it's um, complimentary to his own reemergence on the scene, his own ascendancy. I'm knocking on wood. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I, I I thought it was it was fine. Yeah, I think that's all right, House. Uh, but you you don't actually want the explanation on the uh, on the photograph. Uh- <laughs> Of course I do. <laughs> well, I went to, during the Pro-Am round, I didn't go up to him, but, you know, we were out there walking in the fairway because Damon and Hack uh, Damon Hack and I were doing, like, old-school Jimmy Demerit, um, Gene Sarazen, and Shell's Wonderful World of Golf updates for Morning Drive. <laughs> you know, it's a Pro-Am round. I'm, I don't know if we really offered any great insights, but uh, I went to Tiger's buddy, uh, Rob McNamara, who, who uh, is kind of out there. You'll see him watching his swing and kind of keep helping him get back some of this artistry that he's he's reclaiming and i i showed him the photo and he said well here's the funny thing tiger got nothing hand was perfectly clean no issue but but the other kangaroo uh soiled ernie's shirt and he had to he had to put on a new shirt That's so a there you go story. important clarification on this important element of the week however so there you go um but yeah the press conferences were great other than I didn't think it was the appropriate time to be doing such a thing, but uh, there's that. And then he um, he was very coy about whether he'll be a playing captain. I was very pleased 
that uh, I tried a backdoor question to get him to address that, um, mentioning Royal Melbourne and if the venue would might influence his thinking on on whether he he plays as a as a and, and also captains the team. And he actually bit. I couldn't believe it, and he 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 kind of uh, admitted that it is a pretty cool place. And but he also admitted that it'll be kind of weird to look at a lineup or look at a, if he's not on the team on points uh, to look at a list of names and and pick himself. So I thought that was that was great. But then in the other session, we had a really uh he he threw out the word creativity. And so I got the last question. And I don't even know if it was a very good question, but I kind of took a few of the things, the buzzwords he'd mentioned and remind uh, remind him of how much more he was rehearsing shot shapes at, at Innisbrook. And he took it and just gave a great answer. I put it on my blog. It's really, really cool. And he mentioned uh, just kind of some stuff about getting back to artistry in his childhood and the way he played and the way his dad taught him to play. And it, it, the, the point was it it showed that he is definitely getting away from a lot of mechanical stuff that he had gotten into. I'm sure he's still on the track, man, and doing the the, the data analysis that he likes to do, and uh, both with his stats and with his um, his swing speed and, and all the other smash factor and all that stuff. But that said, he's really also trying to get back more artistry. And I think the track man actually allows him to do that. If you use that information correctly it can make you less mechanical which is really interesting so uh that all was really sensational and uh and then you know he really just kind of struggled in the second round and otherwise it was a, a pretty great week i think I, for well, him and he was he had a low round of the day going this afternoon uh until rory kind of you know jumped into the driver's seat and pushed the pedal all the way down with both feet but I will say this, speaking of backdoor questions, I'm not sure if you saw on the Twitter, Lindsey Vaughn had to get in the mix today. Uh-oh, uh, no. Yeah, Do we, tell. Well, you know, Lindsey uh, tweeted out, and I'm I'm going to... I can't link it up. I'm not going to do the forensics on this, but the timestamps mm. were awfully close. So she tweeted out, I'm pretty sure golf just got uh, popular again. Let's go. That's awesome, right? And how about that? Lindsey Vaughn chiming in. Now, the timestamp for that was right around 5 o'clock. And I have to tell you, Shaq, <laughs> I don't know exactly what time Tiger teed off on 16, but it was awfully close in proximity <laughs> timing-wise. Now, I I felt bad my own self. I retweeted Lindsey's tweet, and I felt and like, then, you know, may, did, did we create a karma moment for the Tigre? I sure hope not, right? I don't no. can't be responsible. Yeah. For that OB, it was such a great uh, round he had going. Uh, now, fortunately, Rory let us all off the hook because there was nothing that Tiger could have done to get himself to uh, what Rory yeah, finished eighteen exactly. under. Uh, yeah, he yeah. Uh, finished. Yeah, which yeah. is kind of incredible. Kind of incredible. So, in in any event, so that that was my. Uh, I I had a, a little a, a brief moment of of. I I hope that yeah. wasn't a karma. But you no, know, don't don't it, worry. It, it shows all no. walks of life are excited to have the tiger back. In fact, I'm not sure I have permission to uh, disclose this, but I was having a nice chat with um, a guy who's been a sort of a golf a golf nemesis. Uh, the the writer Malcolm well, Gladwell. There's some enthusiasm oh, right. out there. There's some enthusiasm oh. out there, Shaq. That's all I'm going to say. I didn't, oh, I didn't get permission, but there's some enthusiasm out there for the reemergence of of the of our icon. 
Well, absolutely. And actually, I think that that gives us kind of a nice opening to transition to uh, the knock off the rust tour, because I one of the things before we talk about your trip and I don't nobody wants to hear the details of a buddy trip. Uh, <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> so not we won't. We, we're not going to go blow, blow, blow. But I, I actually want to kind of step back from a few things because you were. Uh, out and about with with golf people and at golf facilities and 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 all that good stuff and I am I was curious if you got a sense being out there that it, it's revitalized uh, things at all for people if the guys behind the counter are saying you know we, we've got a little bit of an uptick or if it's just a kind of a general atmospheric thing if you if you sensed anything like that. I don't want to fill in blanks that that aren't there, but I will tell you, it, it could just be the um, nature of the beast at Sea Island down in Georgia the second week of March. It's a hot time to be down there because, you know, it, it's it's first of all, it's absolutely beautiful there. And yeah. I deliberately did not do any research in advance of getting down there. I wanted to experience the venue, the courses, the instruction. I really did almost no uh, pre-research, which is not my way. I don't like to walk into a place cold, mm. but I did it in this instance because I I wanted to, to sort of take it all in fresh and just, just let my senses be kind of overwhelmed. And indeed, that's exactly uh, what happened. Um, it was, uh, you know, uh, a, an unbelievable golf facility so if if you um have an opportunity it, it really from from anywhere all i was going to say the east coast but that's not right if, if you're on the west coast get yourself to to sea island it's a very very special golf destination like every the attention to detail on sort of every aspect of of uh the experience from the from the lodging to the proximity of the locker room to the first tee to the practice facility, everything can be on foot if if that's your inclination, um, and and then you know they're 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 just built. It's a it's an enormous facility. It was it's undergoing a, a huge um, renovation in many respects. I stayed at the uh, um, portion of the property called the lodge, which is sited immediately proximate to the tee boxes one well, you know you tee off on plantation and seaside the two right. premier um courses there and i was very sorry to not connect with scott sherman or mark love who were super generous uh with the offer of of giving a preview because plantation is about to go undergo a renovation um, the davis love design team is um gonna do some work to plantation immediately after the rsm event this upcoming november and i'm sorry that i didn't connect with those guys to hear their plans, but I, I having played that course, I, I loved it. I loved it. So I'm, I'm psyched to hear now having played it, what the ideas are for how they're going to expand it. But at, the footprint that exists now is a, is a great footprint. So, um, just an all all around uh, unbelievable experience. We do have a couple winners to wait, announce. Wait, 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 wait. You, 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 wait. Oh well, I don't. I feel bad, you know, for the winners because they want to know their <laughs> names now. But you you completely filibustered and didn't answer my question. Did oh, you sent right. so Was there like a thing. tiger buzz down there? Yes. Was it? Well, that's people, it. I, that I didn't want to thing? fill in that blank with and call it tiger buzz. What it was is golf buzz. It's an insane golf place. 
So everybody yeah. there's okay. got golf. It's golf, 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 golf. Okay. The men's locker room, you know, uh, you go in there, you sit down, you drink, you're surrounded. They have an unbelievable crab sino sandwich. It's a crab BLT. I mean, come on. Yeah, and what was but, with you guys in the Cobb salads? Both Rappaport and you put out stuff, and your 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 stories were great. Who did those for you? Because I know you're not doing those graphics. How dare you? I'm my Instagram <laughs> captain of the of industry. I mean, I'm those were phenomenal. But I know you had to have well, help. A shout out to Lexi Eater, of course, ah, Callaway's own Le- Alexis Eater. She she has absolutely uh the 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 woman with the plan she knows how to take this uh uh old lemon and turn it into some delicious yeah. lemonade well, believe that and, and you you both hit on the cobs the different cobs is that their thing they have that was just really a getaway salad it was the, our last day our last okay. meal on property we're headed to the airport and nobody wanted to go huge and god right. bless them they all they, they have a standard okay. cob how, what protein would you like i was made fun of for getting blackened chicken, but I just wanted a little spice. Rappo got, because he's a, the food pro, uh, yeah. editor-in-chief of Bon Appetit magazine, he got the fried chicken on top of it. Uh, of course, he let me have a bite. You know, that, that's mandatory. Right. But okay. uh, that I was just the pro move. to clarify an important detail there on the food. Um, so... Talk about knocking off the rust. Now you're gonna you're gonna do a full ship show breakdown of this trip uh, for for those who uh, would like to hear all about it. But I do want to know uh, how many pars you made because the knock off the rust world tour kickoff contest involved your number of pars with Thursday's low round at Bay Hill, which was a 64. It was. So tell Eric. us how many pars you made. I made. I had a goal. I'll name my goal first. The goal was 18. I was hoping for six pars around because that sort of implies for me around in the 80s, which at this point of the season with my first rounds of the That's season, awesome. Yeah, that would have been great. Um, I did not achieve 18 pars. I did achieve 16 pars, and uh, I will say I was pretty pleased with my performance on the par five. So the vast majority of my uh, quality scoring this week, was, or last week, was on, on the par fives. Uh, I didn't sit down and, and look at the scorecards to come up with the aggregate score across the par fives, but the bulk of those um, uh, 16 pars came from the par fives. Uh, as is always the case, it's it's a uh, it's the best of times, worst of times. I got some instruction on that that had me slightly changing my grip. You know, shout out to to Jared, Zach, and Daniel Gray, by the way, of the Golf Performance Center down there. Mm. Incredible. Uh, Our condolences and they had me, to them. They all, yeah, <laughs> condolences is the right word. I really need to work on 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 my my. Uh, my right wrist uh, was just way too flat, so okay, I will. I'm yeah, going to say great. this. Nobody <laughs> said this, but it was. It felt like I, they were trying to get me into a Mo Norman. And I will tell you, mm. when I was mm. able to replicate what it is that these hardworking gentlemen were trying to get me to do, I was hitting the back of the ball, and I was, you know, getting a thump, especially with the irons that I am not accustomed to. And so when it when okay. it goes, it goes. When it works, it works. But it doesn't always work, Shaq. Yeah, no, that's it's a cruel game that way. So sixteen yeah. pars. So what does that mean uh, in terms of a, a winner? So it, it is kind of a miracle. We had sixteen pars and sixty four, and we had a great number of entries. Thanks to all the Shack House listeners for getting the entries in. We had exactly two winners, which is 
uh, pretty lucky because we had exactly two grand prizes wow. to give out. We have a, a beautiful new Rogue Driver and the OGO Mutant Travel Bag. These guys are are, are awesome looking. Uh, I don't have one physically here in, in Casa de House, but that's going to change here soon. Um, these two gentlemen, 1664, Zach Forbes and Jason Victor... I mean, there's something in that name, I think, that, that has set him up for this victory. Those those two guys, Zach Forbes and Jason Victor, hit that combo on the nose. So, uh, Shaq, if you would be so kind to reach out to those gentlemen and get their email info and, and you know, look for some outstanding Callaway and OGO gear coming their way. That's awesome. Well, uh, congratulations to them. Nice uh, handicapping on the on the 16 pars. That's the most impressive, I think. Of, well, I mean, the, you know, the 64 is an impressive number, too. But uh, well done, and congratulations on a, on a great trip. Uh, now, again, you'll be on the, the ship show with, uh, I don't know who your host will be this week, but you'll be on the ship show, Callaway's great show that you can find on, of course, any uh, podcasting platform. Um, now, uh, how's a, uh, we have to look a, ahead to the match play a little bit. I will be heading down there tomorrow and, uh, we will have a little bracketology show tomorrow night that will, will settle kind of the breakdown of the various, uh, pools in the match play. Um, but it's, uh, one of my favorite events of the year because of course it's match play and it's in Austin and, and it's a great match play golf course, Austin country club. And they have 59 of the top 64. Uh, that means, uh, you know, a few people are sitting out for different reasons. Um, Brooks Kepka hurt his wrist. Henrik Stenson is a match play purist and does not believe, um, in the pool play format. At least that's his excuse. Justin Rose, on the other hand, just doesn't like match play close to the masters. I don't know Ricky Fowler's excuse or uh, Adam Scott's, but, uh, otherwise it's a great field. Tiger, of course, is not there and that's fine. He probably needs a week off. He had to work pretty hard last week at the match play. Um, but he is, uh, oh, and we didn't touch on the master's odds before I get into whatever we're going to try to do for the bracketology of the match play. Do you, you want to do a bracket? Should we do one on, uh, Tuesday I, night? I, I'll happily do one. I think I came in either dead last or second to last last year. <laughs> so I, I, I'm eager to, uh, see if I can replicate that outstanding feat. Yeah. Um, the only thing that I will say about, this week's event and what I'm personally looking for, and I'm going to skew my bracket in this direction. I'm really rooting for jo uh, Jordan Spieth to come alive. I'm hoping that this time off, um, the, this most recent week, he also has talked to Brad Faxon or somebody about um, his his two foot putts, and I hope he's he's uh, done whatever he needed to do to get extra relaxed. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, in, it, I, I'm not going to suggest various means of relaxing that I my own self might undertake. Whatever works for Jordan, I want Jordan to do that. I'm going to pick him to win the event because I oh. want him to be in that mix for the masters yeah well i'm not too worried still about him just because of that that master's magic thing that he can uh walk on that property and things change but it would be nice to see him uh win his his pod and and, and advance uh, into at least uh well into saturday um so yeah he's in a, a great place for him and 
Uh, some of his, uh, he, he can go kind of hang out and practice at the uh, UT Golf Club if he wants. There are a lot of different things about the week that are, I think, pretty comfortable for him. Uh, so I'm with you there. He is still at 11 to 1 for the Masters, whereas Tiger Woods uh, moved into favorite range in the United States. And the UK, the, the Brits are still a little more cynical. They still had him in the 10, 11 range. Whereas uh, Justin Thomas and Dustin Johnson were were still ahead of him, and now and now Rory, my God, over I haven't checked odds checkers since he won, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to guess that Rory is now your your master's favorite. I don't think I'm really going on a out on a limb there. I want to do a very quick thing uh, on this Masters odds uh, thing. I just have a very specific question for you. What's Henrik Stenson's record at the Masters like? Oh, you just had to. Kind of blindside me there. It's not great. Oh, it's not great. Yeah. So he's sitting that here I can 40, tell <laughs> 40 to one. He should just take his driver and throw it into Race Creek and add in, you know, a, another uh, long iron or a hybrid or something. He doesn't need driver at, at uh, Augusta. He, he seems like he's got more game than 40 to one. Uh, he does. He does. But it's always been the putting. Okay. And I think that's what's exciting about what he did at the Arnold Palmer, that he that he tackled some pretty tough greens and and uh, showed that he's got some form again, some confidence. I mean, it's just huge because he's kind of disappeared for a while. And uh, that's, I think, what he has to hang on to. And great uh, great number for him right now. No Feels question. Feels like it. Feels like yeah. it. All right. Uh, yes, Rory has moved ahead. Uh, I just checked on Odds Checker, and, and he's, uh, <laughs> he's, he's getting lots of action, 9 to 1. Your master favorite. I do think it's interesting. We have a nine to one favor. The last few years, it's been a, it's gotten down into the the seven to one range, six to one. So that's that's encouraging. Um, so yeah, good for him. Uh, anything else you want to uh, cover on uh, any of the various topics this week? I think we've got it all covered up, Shaq. Hey, but I do have to tell you when we were talking about Stenson and his fine putting house, I do need to remind you that he is a Callaway Odyssey. Putter man, he uses the white hot pro number seven putter from Odyssey, and of course our friends at Callaway uh, are the great providers of Odyssey putters, which won the putter count on both the PGA Tour and LPGA Tour again last week. So just a little note for you there uh, on that from our friends at Callaway. So you've got a, are you back in the real world this week? And you've got a house of carbs, and you're going to be watching the match play and trying to better last year's crappy bracket. Right. All of that's true. I am uh, leaving the country on Saturday, oh. so we're going to have to. This might be another international shack house next week. Uh, oh my. I, I'm going. I'm going back to the scene of the crime, back to Jamaica for spring break with my uh, family for a week. Okay. Um, but I'm sure that we'll be able to cover all the important topics of uh, the match play. Um, you know, a, a, across the pond, as it were. All right, great. Well, and I look forward to the ship show because, you know, again, there's nothing that people love more than to hear to live vicariously <laughs> through somebody else's buddy trip. Um, no, I do want to hear some of the details and, and some of the fun. And, and it, it's it's such a great concept, the uh, knock off the rush and you went to a cool place. And I'm anxious to uh, get a little more of the vibe from uh, you. And I, I mean, I love the Snapchat or the uh, Instagram stories, excuse me. Um, you're not, you're definitely not on Snapchat. That would, that would, that's not happening. Uh, but no, it was great coverage and, uh, look forward to hearing from you, uh, from, uh, from the ship show. I hope Harry can make some time for the show, but if not, I'm sure Jeff, uh, Newbarth will be there and be a very fine host. Uh, anything else? I think we got it, Shaq. 
Um, all right. So, House, we look forward to hearing from you on the ship show. Um, but I don't know if you have a call out for that, do you? No, there's no there's no call out. Not for me. That's not my show. My show, Shaq, is this show with you, which is, of course, the Shaq House, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.